When we think of living a plentiful and healthy life, a common aspect surfaces, and that is the fact that we need to eliminate toxins from our body, align our organs to work the way they're supposed to. So today we're going to look into how to clean our liver from toxins after the intro. Welcome to Let's Talk Health Podcast, where you will find the secret nuggets on how to stay healthy in an orthodox way. Here's your host, Ramiro Briseño. Today we have so many methods of detoxing and eliminating toxins from our bodies. Some work better than others and in this video we're going to go over just that. And as you probably noticed from the title of this video, the organ that gets constipated the most is the liver. So let's see how to revert liver problems. Organs such as the liver have methods of eliminating toxins from our bodies. So if I have an organ that cleans by itself, why would I need to take the time to clean an organ that's already doing just that? The answer is very simple and that's because the mechanisms that you already possess to do this, such as in the case of the kidneys, the colon, or the liver, these organs are not prepared to handle such high levels of toxins that we are faced daily. Actually, if we don't do anything to take care of the health of our liver, it will accumulate toxins or accumulate fat, which prevents it from doing its job. This will implicate several symptoms. Many of them will go by unnoticed at the beginning at least. What begins to happen is that out of hundreds of functions that the liver does each and every day, those same functions will begin to happen with less and less frequency, leading to a bad hormone metabolism, chronic fatigue, poor absorption of nutrients, and lots and lots of many biological processes that occurred will be deficient. Many of these symptoms, we don't associate them with liver, like migraines, headaches, shoulder pain on the right side, nausea, abdominal pain, and difficulties with fatty foods, and many more. Now, all of these symptoms can be reversed by eliminating the toxicity of the liver and thus allowing all these processes to happen as they should. But if this happens for years and years, the accumulation of damages to the liver begins to accumulate leading to fibrosis and then preventing that normal functionality of the liver, which in the long term, it can cause cirrhosis. While only few people ever develop cirrhosis, approximately 25% of the population do develop fatty liver disease. This means that one person in every four people have a me metabolic problems because of the accumulation of toxins throughout the years or perhaps because bad eating habits such as high consumption of sugar and fructose being one of the sugars that gives origin to this problem. Fructose has a mechanism of digestion that is more complex than glucose. So this means that if we consume too much glucose, the body can actually utilize the excess throughout different areas of the body. While with fructose, when we have an excess of this, it gets accumulated specifically in the liver and begins to create a fatty liver. If I start to accumulate fat in my liver, either for this reason or another, it's going to be more difficult to eliminate toxins from the body and from the liver. So what other functions does the liver have and what happens to my hormones at a hepatic level? Now the liver, other than eliminating toxins from the body, it also removes hormones that have finished their function. For example, if I had a stressful day at work and my levels of cortisol are elevated, after that period in which the hormones were needed, their function has to come to an end. And thus the liver removes those hormones to stop the effect of these hormones. And this happens with many different hormones 
which as you can see, is gonna be difficult eliminating hormones if I don't clean my liver. This can happen with DHT, a hormone that if not removed can cause baldness. Levels of stress can also be extended for longer periods if cortisol is not removed and eventually leading to problems like hormonal imbalances. Estrogen levels can also be accumulated if not removed by the liver, and this can happen both in men and in women. In men, this means that testosterone will decrease. However, the increase in estrogen will cause overaccumulation of fat in the chest area, and for women, the excesses of estrogen means estrogen dominance, meaning that the levels of estrogens are higher than progesterone. Some of the problems that are generated from this, at least at a more superficial level, is the accumulation of fat both in hips and in, in the thighs. But a bigger problem can arise from progesterone and estrogen imbalances because they can also cause problems like cancer. This simply gives us another reason to care more for our liver so we can allow it to perform its proper function. What happens with digestion if the liver is not functioning well? One of the things that begins to happen as the liver gets affected is the production of bile. Bile is actually a substance that is constantly produced by the liver and stored in the gallbladder, which later gets released when we consume food, especially those that are rich in fats. The more we come to learn about the body and its many functions, we begin to move away from these cookie cutter templates that have been thought for so long and now proven that such models don't even exist. The reason why I bring this up, it's because you need to understand where you stand. For example, in this case, knowing your production of bile can actually help you figure out what sort of food you can consume. A low production of bile will mean lower emulsification of fats, reducing the amount of healthy fats that my body can absorb. And at the same time, these fats include healthy fats like vitamin A, E, D, and K, which are all liposoluble vitamins. Perhaps by now you might be asking yourself, do only people who consume lots of fructose and alcohol develop these fatty liver problems? The answer is no. There are studies which shows us that when we lack methionine or choline in our diet, it can actually help develop fatty liver problems. The reason why this is, is because the subs these substances are essential and because methionine being a key amino acid will help you produce substances that helps us eliminate toxicity from our bodies. Choline is a nutrient that helps us eliminate fat from different areas, including the liver. Probably by now you know that visceral fat is much more worse than the fat that we accumulate on the surface. And if you've been trying to do intermittent fasting and you've noticed that others are having great results, while well, you observe that it's taking you a big effort for you to even remain fasting, probably it will be a good idea to look into the methods of cleansing that we're about to mention. And this is because methods of elimination of your body are not working properly. One thing to keep in mind is that every aspect of our body is connected. So what happens in our gut flora if our liver is not working properly? Well, you must know that when it comes to our gut flora, there is also bacteria in the duct that connects from the liver to the small intestine. The reason why we must understand this is because if I have non-wanted bacteria in this area, it also makes sense to clean the liver and combining that with a colon cleanse. Given that if I only do a colon cleanse, this non-wanted bacteria that's inside of the colon can hide away in this vile duct 
that's connecting to the liver. This means that when you do a cleanse or take supplements to help you clean these areas, once these supplements reach the liver to be processed, as soon as they get released through the vial duct, they will be inactive due to the microorganisms that are living there. So this is another reason to combine a liver cleanse along with a colon cleanse. Now let's get to the actual point of why you click on this video and that is what can I do to heal my liver? There's lots of things that you can do when talking about food. Something that you can start doing is including more vegetables, specifically cruciferous vegetables. And that is that vegetables like this include cabbage, kale, radishes, among others. One simple rule that you should understand, but still worth mentioning, is to avoid consuming more toxins during a cleanse. You need to realize that liver extracts nutrients in a specific order, and it will generate energy from those sources. The easiest ones to extract are refined carbohydrates, but these are also most of the detrimental ones. Therefore, in any type of cleansing, you must avoid them. Now, what happens with fats and can I eat them while I'm doing a liver cleanse? Yes, but it depends on the type of fats. Healthy fats have choline, which will actually help throughout the process of cleaning. Also, these fats need to be more combined with cruciferous vegetables that can give us that boosting effect. So if for some reason, any of these cruciferous vegetables cause you any discomfort in your stomach, the easiest form to solve this is to simply take a supplement that makes the same function to supplement it. And as a reminder, don't forget that you need to include in your diet choline and methionine to create this detoxing effect. So if you end up searching for foods rich on these substances, don't be surprised to find that egg yolks and grass-fed beef are among those foods. And that's because the fats in these foods have choline and they actually can help you detox. So what kind of supplements can we use to create this detoxing effect? There are many different supplements. One specific one will be milk twistle. This comes from a plant which contains silymarin, which helps us to eliminate the toxicity from the liver. Adding onto this glutathione as a supplement, it also be one to help you boost this detoxing effect in the liver. So if you haven't noticed by now, the reason to add all these vegetables and supplements all in one is because everything will help you boost and increase this detoxification effect in your liver. How can I eliminate visceral fat that's already present in my liver? So to do this, we need to lower the consumption of refined carbohydrates so that the liver will automatically begin to use other sources of energy. Therefore, if we choose to change our eating habits and we include intermittent fasting, after 12 hours of fasting, the liver will have used all of the carbohydrates for energy and will use fat as energy. And normally, the visceral fat is the fat that gets used first. So if we combine these two processes of intermittent fasting and changing our eating habits, will help us to eliminate whatever fat is left over in the liver. So why is it necessary to understand all of this in order for us to clean our liver? Well, basically, other than helping us to eliminate toxins from our liver, it also helps us to lower the cholesterol levels. The bad cholesterol, or LDL, gets eliminated with bile and later gets eliminated when we go to the bathroom. 
So if you remember from a moment ago, bile gets produced by the liver. So if this area is obstructed, we won't be able to remove cholesterol and thus accumulating more and more. By no means it is the only method of detoxifying your liver. There are other methods you can use such as drinking apple cider vinegar or olive oil with lemon. But this is just one of many and in a future video we'll be touching more on other methods. But if you like this video hit the like button, hit the notification bell and consider subscribing because we'll be posting more videos like this one every week. Join us as we learn more and more about how to improve our lives and our health. See ya! Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Health Podcast. For more resources from Ramiro or to join our wonderful community, you can follow the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening and share with your friends.